podcast name possibly the documentary critics i'm not sure i might have to cut this out but you know it's all good um but hey we're back again with my dad hey his name's danny and uh we are going to be talking about a classic basketball player um now this guy was a he played during your uh lifetime right sure sure he um uh yeah he was um i don't remember exactly when he started in the pros but uh it was uh i was probably just a late teenager somewhere around in there okay so you definitely remember like the hype on him yeah there was yeah. definitely hype so yeah so it, the basketball player we're going to be talking about today is Pete Maravich. Pete Maravich, better known as his nickname, Pistol. Pistol Pete. Which is the name of the podcast. Which is... Um. A... <laughs> That's all right. That's all right. <laughs> well, I'm going to leave that in. It, this the, is the name of the documentary. Name of the documentary. <laughs> yeah, we're, I, we're doing a podcast about a documentary. Yeah. Uh, but the... The documentary's name is A Life and Times of Pete Maravich, right, right. Uh, which is Pistol Pete. Um, this, this one was a little bit different than the podcast we've done before because it was produced earlier. This is the earliest podcast we've done. Uh, this is the earliest documentary <laughs> we've done. <laughs> uh, this is, I, I believe it was in 2001. 2001. Right. So you could definitely tell if you want to go yes. watch this on your own time. It was part of the NBC Sports Spectacular. Yeah, yeah if you remember like. those days. <laughs> I, I think it even aired. I, I was doing a little bit of research on this. I think it aired during the uh, during the NCAA tournament. Yeah, I think so. And uh, but yeah, just a part of their like alternative programming. Um. But still, it was it was pretty good quality. Uh, now we we did. I have to say this: we did watch it on YouTube. Yes, <laughs> yes, we did. So I don't know, like as far as legality. I mean, there was like thousands of people that watched it right. uh, with us, so I don't think we're like yeah. that big a deal. But um, but I want to give you guys a little bit of background about Pistol Pete here before we start, just in case. I mean, he he died a little, long time ago, but I think his name still is pretty familiar with people. They at least hear that name, Pistol. Um, and they might know who he is. So, born in 1947 and died in 1988. Right. So, 40 years, around 40 years. That's that's pretty. Uh, yeah, not a long life. Right. <laughs> so you were born in 80. I was born in 89. 89. Yeah. So year yeah. he so died he a year was right in there about there. Okay. Yeah, you're my dad. You should know that. No, I'm just kidding. Throw <laughs> that off the top of my head. Huh? Yeah. <laughs> Um, so, so again, some things about him. He is a hall of fame basketballer. So, uh, he is in the basketball hall of fame. He actually was inducted in 1987. So a year before, maybe not even a full year before he died, he was inducted into the hall of fame. Uh, he was drafted third in 1970 and he played in the league for about 10 years. So this guy, you know, to play in the league and he, Almost didn't have a season under twenty. He had a season scoring about twenty points, and especially then, uh, that's a pretty dang good, dang good reputation in the league. Right, right. And, um, go, go ahead. ahead. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, just some more facts about him before we actually start. Uh, he was top fifty. He was named part of the top fifty of all time. That was in 1996. That was the fiftieth anniversary of the NBA. 
also on the 75th anniversary of the NBA in 2021, he was also named part of the top 75 team, 75 year mm-hmm. anniversary. So, um, again, so he is a relevant character to the, the game of basketball. Um, something about this documentary I, th- I thought was interesting. And I really only know this guy from, I think it was, uh, what is that called? It was uh, that, that singing TV show. Where, what, what is that show that they sing on? American, American Idol. <laughs> I, I only know this person from American Idol, but uh, Henry Connick Jr. Yeah. Do you know who he is? Mm-hmm. He was the guy who narrated it. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, I knew okay. his voice sounded familiar, and then right. I'm like, I think that's who it is. But yeah, wow. Henry Connick Jr. I, and of course, I like from American Idol. I then looked at it, some of his music and stuff. He's like jazz, right? Like a piano, I piano think type of guy. So not, big, not a big fan. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no. But anyway, so so uh, but uh, but uh, Pistol Pete was from lived a lot of his life in Louisiana, right. and and right. Henry Connick Jr. is a big Louisiana guy. Right. Yeah. And so that kind of makes sense. But anyway, so let's get started on the documentary. All right. All right. Um, and it's just, and it is basically the life in times. It tells the life of Pete Maravich. And, and it's um, one thing that documentaries do is we, we know the, um, a lot of times the, the TV or the, the, the fame uh, persona of an individual. And a documentary shows the, the, the real person. Hopefully that's what it does. Yeah. Is that that's why I was always looking for that um, that human side of uh, that's what one of the things I like about documentaries is the the humanity of it, and um, and so yeah, um, that's what this this really concentrated on was was Pete the um, the individual his life and really also along with that is um, really his father plays such a big role. Yeah. Uh, this in this era, we are inundated with social media so much. I feel like it's not as um, I feel like we get to know in a way somebody's personality a lot better. Back then, you would True. only know by their the interviews they did with the media or like you know if they did something on television. Right. But really, you never really got to know personality wise or like some background with people. One of his things, uh, I guess it kind of started out that it was in um, Philadelphia. His, um, his father, uh, talented as well in basketball, he yeah. uh, college player, and I think maybe he played maybe a, a, a bit in the pros. I don't know. So I'm, I'm not exactly sure. They kind of yeah, said, said briefly or something yeah. like that in there. So anyway, uh, a college player for sure, and um, then became coach. Uh, and he became a... Um, uh, I think he started as a high school coach, but then yeah. he began to, to coach in the, um, the college uh, arena as well. So, um, so someone who uh, that was driven, as, as the documentary explains, um, from uh, Pittsburgh, I believe. Yeah. And, uh, of course, I've heard this story before, uh, basic, mainly by, from football, is that, uh, you know, the steel mills, mm-hmm. uh, hard, dangerous work, yeah. And um, and the way there were very few ways to get out, and um, and sports was one of those ways, and that's why there's you know of course I the Steelers hasn't done too bad, <laughs> and uh, uh, football was was certainly a way to get out of there. And I've heard more from that area than 
than basketball. Yeah. But uh, Press Press is the name of um, of his father, and um, that was his uh, that was his way out was basketball. Yeah, and he had a pretty successful uh, college coaching career. He he mm-hmm. kept on getting jobs. I mean, he was mm-hmm. at sure. Uh, I believe he went. I mean, he was at Clemson for a while. Sure. And I mean, if shoot, he eventually got to LSU. Right. I mean, that's a pretty good program. Yeah. I mean, that's. I don't a, think LSU was the program it is today, but it, yeah. sure, you know. Yeah, I mean, it, it's still a big college. I mean, Clemson's yeah. a big college. Clemson's I mean, a big college. Although, again, they are known for it's a South, so right. they're known for the, for the football or for the football. Yeah, but still, it's a it's a big program. Yeah. Uh, I thought it was kind of interesting that um, whenever he was a. Uh, uh, whenever Press was a high school uh, coach, he coached Mike Ditka. <laughs> I have that down too. <laughs> that was so funny. <laughs> yeah, it was, like, it was a, uh, the Bears, a so you can famous some, Bears right. football coach, yeah. and then it was coached by this guy. <laughs> it's intertwined. It's wild. Yeah, yeah. It was, you know, and again, it was kind of like that was that way to get out, way to get yeah. out away from that, and which happens a lot in. Different areas have those different hard jobs that you just you just try to get away from. Sure. You look for those areas. As soon as Pete came out of the womb, Press put a basketball <laughs> in his hands. Yes. That's what it seemed like, that, that yep. Pete always had a basketball in his hand. He was always dribbling. He was always doing everything he could to keep on playing basketball. And... I, of course, I was drawn to, I'm a teacher, I was drawn to the, the teacher scene. Did you remember that one? Where, where they were talking to oh, the oh, teacher? Yeah. Yes, yes. <laughs> where, where he's like, oh, we really don't need this education stuff. <laughs> yeah. Let me worry about that. Yeah, there was a lady that uh, was, his, I don't know, I can't remember what class it I was. But, but he wasn't complete, Pete wasn't completing his subjects, and um, or his assignments. And um, she said, and Pete said, well, there's, I don't have time because, he would literally stay at the gym 10, 12 hours a day practicing basketball as a child. I mean, we're talking, we're talking yeah. elementary school age child. And, yeah. and uh, she said, well, I need to talk to your parents. Yeah. And, then, and then she talked to his dad. And his dad was like, yeah, that's not really important. <laughs> yeah. You know, if that happened to me, I would be pretty furious. But she seemed like she didn't mind. Again, it was a different time then, too. It, it was after the fact. Yeah, you know, and, yeah, yeah, but but that give you an idea of the intensity that uh, press uh, played upon on Pete as far as is basketball. Basketball is going to be your career. Yeah, and definitely had his sights on professional basketball. Right. Um. It says that. Um, it says that whenever press would pick him up from school. That he would um, he would sit on his knees in the back seat and dribble the basketball yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all the way home uh, from outside the, of the car from the car window. Yeah, yes, yeah. yes, from the car window. <laughs> Things have changed a little bit. Yeah. I mean, those were the days where you rode in the back of pickup trucks and all of that. But still, <laughs> yeah, that's pretty. Funny. Still, that's that's crazy. And he said that um, he had a friend that. Said that he would practice with him sometimes in the gym, and you know, like I said, they'd stay there all day long. And um, he told him one time, and again, this is this is as a young child. Mm-hmm. He said uh, Pete told him, said I'll we'll leave whenever I miss a free throw shot, and he shot a hundred and seventy eight <laughs> before he missed one. 
It makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> and he said, I don't know if he really missed it or he's just ready to go home. Yeah, he, or, or he said he felt bad for him because yeah, he had to stay. Me, yeah. <laughs> um, but one, one thing about Pete is whenever he started uh, high school, and, and I believe even in the middle school, he was a little guy. He was a little yes, kid. Yes, yeah. And, uh, you know, part of his part of why people know him and why he was so uh, why people were drawn to him was because he had these moves that everybody nobody could explain these moves that he had he he would pass he would do fakes and um he, he would just kind of mesmerize people with with these dribbling moves he had and assists and passes he had and i think some of this came from being starting out so little because sure. Uh, I've always been a little like a, a li- whenever I was growing up, I'll say that I was a I was a shorter guy, well still am, and mm-hmm. I was very very skinny. And so, if you're going up against large people, you've got to find a way to score, or right. else you're just never going to get the ball. Right. So you got to be inventive, you got to be creative with what you do. And I think some of this came from that. I mean, obviously he was kind of dyed in the wool with basketball, but uh, he right. had to come up with his own way. Sure. Sure, absolutely, and just and and just practiced, practiced constantly. I mean, we say that that press um, certainly wanted him to was was applying the pressure, but he he loved the game as well. Yeah, for sure. Uh, do you say? Do you want to say he pressed yeah, upon I him? Yeah, I was oh, going to say that. I was no. going to say that. I, yeah, <laughs> might as well say it right now. <laughs> <laughs> but but the and and the thing that I, I guess the 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 direction that I want to go or the direction that was going through my mind whenever I was watching this is that um, is how much is too much when it comes to, you know, it's okay to encourage your kids to uh, play sports. Certainly nothing wrong with sports. And, um, but how much is too much, you know, did, did press, press him uh, too much, you know? um, And just because Pete liked to play basketball, I mean, if you just, I mean, that's not right. I guess I shouldn't get started. I've heard this excuse so many times. But just because your kids love to do something doesn't mean that they should always do it. It's not always healthy. Yeah. Uh, You know, but on the, I mean, you know, not to put the car before the horse here, but he, he had some troubles whenever he became an adult, but he still became a professional. He did. I mean, what what's the you know what's the end goal? And the, right. I think that, and maybe we can talk about that when we get to that point. Yeah. But but I think maybe um, uh, because he wasn't allowed to explore other avenues, it caused some of his problems as an adult. That's probably true. That's probably true. So as as um, when uh, Press was the head coach at Clemson in um, 1959. Um, Pete was playing varsity at 12 years old. <laughs> yeah. Like, That's crazy. It, it is kind of funny because, you know, these smaller uh, schools are probably different than probably a little smaller. Yeah, and like, yeah. they're just like, yeah, we got to play this kid. <laughs> like, <laughs> this is our best option. And he, he was going up against college kids too. They were saying like, if there's a college recruit to come into town. <laughs> <laughs> right. right. Because I mean, and that was one of the things that always made him so, so good is he was always, because his dad was a, a college coach then he was around college kids and he was always playing with people that were better than him yeah and um and certainly that makes you that increases your talent as well 
Yeah, like and like I said, you have to be creative. I mean, I'm, these recruits for these colleges can't be short. You know, yeah. these guys, these guys got to be big. Yeah, um, I, I, I have to admit, I had a little, um, had a little trouble taking notes while watching this because a lot of times they were, you know, they were saying things while they were showing clips of him yeah. playing, and I just want to watch him play. Yeah, that'd be <laughs> you too. know, I'm just mesmerized at the things that he could do. Yeah, I, you know, of course, I watched this a little, you know, a few times, um, and. Yeah, one time was just to basically just like watching the the plays, yeah. <laughs> like watching yeah. him pass. He honestly, if you guys haven't seen him, you guys need to check out some clips because his passes are pretty great, and even his shots are too. Like mm-hmm. very very creative way to play basketball. Yeah. Um, and and honestly, athletic, but not like a LeBron athleticism. Right. You know, it's not like he's just beating everybody down the court. He sure he sure could beat some people. But he just would weave in and out, and then boom, balls up. How did that happen? Yep, yep. Um, high school, um, high school average, thirty three points per game. A uh, few games made forty seven points per game. Um, that's just, good. You know, <laughs> that's just, really good. Just crazy. <laughs> uh, that said on there that he was at one camp, and, and of course, he, how do you get good? You outwork everybody. I mean, yeah. and that was that was. Uh, a lesson there for sure. Pete outworked everyone, and uh, one of the coaches there said, you know, you need to take it easy. You're going to burn yourself out. And he told him that his goal was to be the first basketball player to ever make a million dollars. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know if he was or not. I think he signed the first million-dollar contract. He, I mean, it was for he, multiple he, years. Yeah, multiple years. He may have. He may have. I don't know. But um, so, yeah, let's stick, let's stick on course. <laughs> um, so... Yeah, after high school, of course, he went to college. Now, whenever it, whenever it comes to choosing a college, normal people <laughs> will have a list of colleges that, that are interested in you. I, I think he was like the top recruit in the nation. So one, if you're the top recruit in the nation, you can go anywhere and get a full ride, pretty much. Um, and so, you know, there would be schools calling, but, you know, guess who answers that phone whenever that school calls? <laughs> his, his dad happened to be the coach of LSU, so. <laughs> yeah, I mean, again, to the, to today, would this have happened? Would, you know, could this have happened? Yeah, I don't know. I don't, I, don't, know. I don't know the rules or anything. I don't anything. know with all the rules, yeah. <laughs> that just being like, pretty much saying, you're going to LSU. And, yep. and then Pete goes, well, if I'm going to LSU, I need a car. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> hey, you know, you got to work the system. You got to work. The system. It's not the last time that was been said. But anyway, yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, he did buy in that car. Yeah, he and, did. <laughs> uh, and he did play for LSU. Um, again, LSU uh, college averaging forty points, forty points per game as a freshman. Yeah, that's crazy. That's so good. And they did something a little different. Um, I believe they had like a freshman league or something of that they sort. They did. And they so did. I don't think as a freshman it was typical to play varsity basketball. Right. That's That was something that seemed, when they were talking about that, I was like, really? It yeah. sound, just sounded a lot like high school. Yeah, and that it could be like instead of a red shirt, I know like Larry Bird, like red shirted for mm. a year, just basically set mm. out. Mm-hmm. Um, they may do that. They may just have like mm. a little freshman league. Who, who yeah. knows? I mean, they could still do it. I don't know. But what was happening was that um, the JV college sounds funny to say yeah. JV with college, <laughs> doesn't it? But the JV was drawing a bigger crowd than the varsity. Yeah. Because of Pete. Yeah. Like everybody, everybody, first of all, 
they say that um they said that uh it would mess up their dinner plans <laughs> yeah. and i just love that because it's such a sign of the times yeah. you know what i mean now it's like Nobody has dinner at the same time, you know, like, oh my gosh, it, it was they messed up their dinner plans because they wanted to watch him. They had to go early and watch him. Yeah. And then, and then once, once, uh, the freshman game was done, everybody's like deuces, I'm out. Yeah. Yeah. They're gone. And then nobody left there for the varsity. <laughs> yeah. Like totally opposite. So the question then that I want to ask is, as I'm watching this and it, and it kind of addresses this, um, kind of addresses this a little bit, but oh, how do I say this? Um, they, I mean, Pete Maravich was good for LSU basketball because um, it was bringing people in. Anytime yeah. you bring people in, you bring money in, sports program, um, gives you a reputation. Um, but were they coming in to watch Pete Maravich because of his his skill and ability or because they wanted to watch a show. Yeah. How much of it was entertainment? Yeah. Um and and I know sports is kind of supposed to be entertainment. Well, but, well you know, yeah, this, there's a line there somewhere where I don't know. It's yeah. Confusing. And I think some people like later on had some issue with that. But mm-hmm. this is what I always tell my my students and you know, whenever we talk about like professional sports and of course some of them aspire i guess to be professional athletes you know what i'm saying and sometimes i have to humble them a little bit you know (laughs) but um but one thing i tell them is like why do why does lebron make so much money why does you know whoever makes so much money and it's not because they're good they are good they they are very good but they don't make all that money or Patrick Mahomes, Tom Brady, why did they make all that money? Why did they sign these contracts? It's because people sink so much money into football, into basketball itself, and that allows them to be paid that much money. It's right. entertainment. Right. You got you to gotta bring them in. At sports. Sports mm-hmm. is entertainment. Mm-hmm. Or else, I mean, that's, that's what it has to be. It's, it's what it is. And if there were no fans... LeBron would be working wherever, somewhere in Cleveland, probably, you know, he'd be, he would be an accountant. I don't know right. what he'd be, but, but I'm just saying that if people didn't care about watching, watching sports, then these guys wouldn't be paid all these big bucks. So, you know, is it a bad thing that <laughs> yeah. he provided that? I mean, the school probably was like, heck yeah, let's go. Right. Let's get this 350 per ticket. <laughs> and, and, and he even, he even mentioned that, you know, Pete, Pete Maravich himself said, you know, I feel like I have to put on the yeah. show. Exactly. I have to, you know, and there were, there were his teammates that actually said, you know, there were times where he probably could just made a straight layup or just made a jump shot, but he always had to put something extra on it yeah. because that's what the people wanted to see. Right. And so is sports about giving what the people want to see? Or, I mean, there should be, I don't know, how do I say this? There should be a, a um, I hate to use the word tradition, but um, this, is a crazy, this is a crazy thought. Okay, okay? okay. I'm ready. Happy Gilmore. Okay. Okay. <laughs> uh, let's, take, let's take Happy Gilmore, for example. Yeah. Okay, well, you know, in, in the movie, I know it's a, it's a fictional movie. But is in the it? in the movie, he became really popular. Why? Because you know he would get mad and he yeah, would bro- throw, broke the mold. Yeah, you know, 
And and so and I, I, I could actually see that happening because he was entertaining. Yeah. But does it is it really what golf's supposed to be? And and, and, and that's I mean that's that's an extreme yeah. example and it's a fictional example, but is this really what basketball is supposed to be? I mean, show? it's it's true. Uh, and again, putting the cart before the horse, but I, yeah, I, I think I, we are. Uh, no, no, but it's good. It's, it's this is okay. Uh, but I think that this is what basketball is now. I think if Pete was born, yeah. if Pete was born, you know, whenever if Pete was born in two thousand or something, mm-hmm. and was you know getting ready to enter the NBA, I think that people would be pumped. I I think he would make more money now than a lot of people because he's able to put on the show. Right. right. And uh, now basketball has been more individual, more, there's more, um, there's more, uh, dang it, uh, pick it, pick and roll plays. And there's more individual plays, isolation plays uh, than there was whenever he played. I mean, hit him. It was about teamwork. Well, he was different for sure. And, but then again, I mean, if everything moved, the way yeah. of Pete, you know, maybe he was, maybe he was the start of the way the NBA is played now. Yeah, but but on the other hand, at um, you know at LSU, um, they didn't win. They didn't win any. It's true. You know, uh, any titles. Um, right. So so there's there's got to be a teamwork there for that. Uh, you know. Yeah, I mean, I mean you're it's, right. It's got to work together. Well, but. Uh, and again, from what perspective are you looking at it? If if you're a fan, yeah, you, you want to see Pete go crazy, right? If right. you're LSU, you want to see him go crazy. So which 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 a trade off? Which would you rather have? Would you rather have that entertainment from that individual, or would you rather have a title? Yeah, I don't know. I mean, if I worked at the school, I'd probably rather have a title. You know, <laughs> or if I, if I was like a, an alum. Yeah, or or a fan. Or a fan, yeah. What which which would you rather have? My. My, you know, my team that I support has so many titles or you yeah, got this guy that plays like nuts. Yeah. You know, I don't know. I don't know. Or, I mean, how cool would it be to be like, man, yeah, I saw Pete. Like I was at <laughs> yeah, every game. I know. I'd love to see it. But, but yeah. It, yeah, it would be a definite trade off. Yeah. So one more thing I want to talk about before we go into professional career is, uh, first of all, I thought he fit the Louisiana vibe. He fit the. I mean, I think Baton yeah. Rouge is where where LSU's at. But I mean, he kind of fit the the um, the Louisiana vibe, kind of Mardi Gras, you know, mm-hmm. party, and he really fit that, you know, uh, in that excitable boy song. <laughs> Did you know that song? <laughs> no, I, <laughs> I know it was kind of funny. I thought. Um, but also in college, he he has the. Uh, he has the record for most goals scored or most points. Yeah, that's of, right. Of any uh, of anybody who's played college, and I've checked, and he still has that record. Wow, he still has that record. Now, again, at different times, now they have the one and done rule to where if you're playing basketball, you only have to play for one year. But back then, it was more accustomed. People were more accustomed to stay and try to win championships and hmm. and get better prepared for the NBA in college. But uh, so he still has that record, but he has the record on three years because he didn't play his first year and no three point line. Yeah, that's it. True. No, no three point line. Yeah, I have uh, I have 83 college games, 3,667 points. That's crazy. And no three pointers and no three pointers. Um, 
averaging a score of 44.2 points per game um, and 10, uh, 10 points higher than anyone else. That's pretty wild. <laughs> and, and again, like they had to rely on him heavily. Well, here's, here's the deal, though, with that. And, and it's amazing, and I'm not trying to take anything away from him. But Daddy's the coach. Uh, that's true. Okay, and 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 he, the game was about Pete. Yeah, they made the game. He made the game about Pete. Yeah, and um and so therefore, if you're the guy that that the the plays are set up for him to always shoot. Yeah, you know he's going to make more points. I mean, you're you're right. Uh, I mean, he had an amazing. You know, I'm not trying to take away from his amazing ability, but yeah, but still. No, <laughs> you know. Yeah, I mean, if if your if your dad's the guy, the, if your dad's the guy drawing up the plays, he's gonna pass some to you a few times, um, and that and that kind of rolls right into his professional career. Yeah. So he ended up getting drafted third, uh, which is pretty dang high. <laughs> yes. I mean, usually back then centers got drafted, which I'm sure there was like a center that got drafted before him. You know, oh, tall people got drafted first. Right. Um, and then and then it went to you know whoever. But he got drafted third by the Atlanta Hawks, and he ended up signing for five years of one point nine million dollars. Right. Now this is a one point nine million in what nineteen seventy seven, nineteen seventy seven or there something like go. that. Yeah, and uh, that's a lot of money back then. <laughs> An insane amount of money back then. <laughs> could you biggest ma- biggest? I think it was the biggest contract ever. It, it could be. It, I mean, I, I just don't remember him. I think, that, I think that's what they said. Yeah. So he. With that kind of contract, and uh, Atlanta being what it was, uh, and the the players being mostly African American, black, they had uh, they had issue with it. Sure, b- because um, it was this white guy coming in, uh, making a ton of money, yep, and being used to be under the wing of daddy, <laughs> you know. And uh, it was a little bit more difficult for him to get along. Right. What you know the the question was, now, what has he done, yeah, to deserve this kind of contract yeah. when when we've played you know pro ball now for who knows how many years and and uh, he comes up with the largest contract ever. So yeah. so what you know what's up and it, and and it's going to cause tension. Right. This makes me think of. Uh, a guy named Zion Williamson. Do you know who he is? I don't. Have you ever have you heard of him at all? No. He had this in college. He had a uh, like an incident where he like tried to like jump stop or something, and he blew out his shoe. <laughs> he, the shoe ripped in half. <laughs> and this is a couple years ago, but um, huge, highly touted, you know, number one pick. But you know, whenever he got in the league, he was just so big, he got hurt and stuff. But but it's like you you pay for that potential, right? Of what it could be, you know. And I think that's that's what it was. They saw him as somebody who could really do something good for this. Or, I mean, shoot, you're talking about NBA. You're talking about money. <laughs> they don't. Ca- I mean, they want people want championships, but what what does the investor want? What does the owner want more than anything? Tickets. To get those tickets sold, you know <laughs> what I'm saying? Right. And so, yeah, so that same question comes back, which is more important. Yeah. That, that, that skill of, of what we're looking for in basketball, or do we want entertainers that's going to sell, going to fill the seats? And, I, you know, I, I think they looked at Pete as he did at LSU. Yeah. 
you know, we need somebody to fill the seat. I mean, that's, that's probably We need true. an entertainer. Yeah, we need uh, we need somebody to get people here. Yep. Um, what What did you think of his hair? <laughs> well, that's the way the hair was. That, was it? That yeah, yeah. I mean, it seemed like in the documentary they made such a big deal about his <laughs> yeah. hair. I didn't know. <laughs> yeah, they did kind of. <laughs> like, man, his hair was like a it just like flowed, a character. It's, yeah, flowed as he went down the court. <laughs> I was like, like, well, uh, he 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 got a, a branding deal like for some kind of dry shampoo or something. Uh, yeah, it was. Uh, oh man, I remember. I remember the, the commercials. Bee? Yeah, Vi- Vitalis. I I never heard of it. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but that's why I figured I was like, uh, yeah, these guys are making such a big deal about this dude's hair. Uh, some of the um, uh, it, it caused trouble with with the other players, his teammates, um, because of the way he played. Because he was yeah. so used to everything being about him, and um, and he would end up his his passing and everything was so. So crazy, so it, so unplanned. Yeah, that he would end up hitting people, his teammates, in the back of the yeah. head or whatever. And and there was one um, one individual I, I can't remember who it was. Teammate said that he rolled the ball to me. Yeah, <laughs> and he said and he said I just let it roll out of bounds. And he said the coach got all over me and said why didn't you pick up the ball? And he said, you know why is he rolling the ball? That's not yeah, yeah. He said, that, that's not basketball. You know. Yeah. The, so is it? I mean, that's the question. Yeah, is that basketball real. or is it not? Or is it something or is it just just because he's breaking tradition doesn't mean that it's wrong? Yeah. He said not basketball. He should play with the Globetrotters. Yep. Yep. <laughs> and said, why don't he just play with the Globetrotters if it's going to be all about the trick shots and all of that? And again, I, I think he would do so much better nowadays. He He would fare so much better because a lot of the coaches are that way, are like, if you can make the play, make it. You know, yeah. some of them are still more based on teams and stuff, but I think it's a lot about the individualism and people. And it, the times were different. I understand that too. Sure. Like, uh, like there was a the the racial thing going on at that time, and sure. it's you know obviously we still have racial stuff going on now, but uh, dare I say it's it wasn't as it's not as bad now yep. as it was then. Yep. Um, but still. Uh, I don't think they would have made a as big of deal about the contract. They still would probably have made a big deal about the contract, but they wouldn't have made as big a deal because of um, now it's like you got to get your money. You know that's yeah. what they say nowadays. You got to yeah. get your money because yeah. you don't know when it's gonna. You don't know when you can't. Right. Right. So, um, um, but still, wasn't winning rings. I mean, he wasn't. <laughs> he wasn't, and he wanted to. <laughs> no man, he wanted more than anything. It was to win those titles, but, but it's in, you know, that's the question was, was actually he part of the problem, Yeah, you know, um, as, as there's a quote in the documentary, it says it wasn't that it wasn't that he didn't have game. He didn't realize what the game was Yeah, because the game had always been focused around him. Yeah. And, um, and so then all of a sudden now you're having to play this team game and he, he struggled. Yeah, and I would say in high school too. If you're that talented, oh, the, they're going to give you it's the ball all every time. That's all he knew. Yeah, that's all yeah. he knew. And yeah. and then yeah, you go to it. Just set up, kind of set him up for that weird entrance into the league. See, that's one of the things I'm talking about uh, earlier. Is that was did his father set him up for failure? Yeah, you know by by making everything about him. Um, you've got to. Uh, <laughs> 
I just I just don't think it's healthy. Yeah. Uh, and I wonder, I wonder, this is something I wondered about when I was watching watching it was um when press said you're not playing when come to college ball, when press said you're not playing for anybody else but LSU, yeah. I'm gonna be your coach. What would have happened to Pete Maravich pro life if he'd have went to another college? Yeah. I mean, that's that's a very good question. Or like a, you know, like a Georgetown or something yeah. like that. Somewhere yeah. where, um, where daddy wasn't there. Yeah, and and he was probably going to have to be forced to play to right. play team ball. Who knows? He might he might not have even been he, able to go to the NBA. Yeah, because they just wouldn't have played him. Yeah, but but he was still number one. He was like number one prospect. <laughs> I mean, he was an amazing player. I mean, I'm I'm not yeah. trying to take anything away from that. He's he's amazing. I mean, I don't. Do you know anybody else like him? Yeah, I mean, sure, like Kyrie Irving and and people like that are are close to him. John Morant's one, but not like what he was doing. It's not the same type of play. Like, the stuff you see this guy do, (laughs) the passes he makes. The passes are crazy. Are are insane. And the thing thing that people would say, too, is that he didn't repeat. It'd always be something, right. new. And, that's, be something and like so you think you're getting it, and then it's like, nah, he's getting it behind me, <laughs> yeah. you know. And yeah. again, it's it's a good, good. Just watch, just go to YouTube and type just type some it. of his uh, yeah, highlights. I agree. I agree. Um, but uh, moving on in his career now, to me, this makes total sense that the Jazz was originally in Louisiana. <laughs> yeah. <Was there>? yeah. <laughs> I I never questioned why the jazz was in was in uh uh I can't even remember it was in uh, Utah <laughs> yeah. and um yeah. it makes way more sense that it started out in, in New Louisiana Orleans. <laughs> New yeah. Orleans yeah yep. Louisiana yeah <laughs> got traded to the jazz yeah. in New Orleans yeah. <laughs> <laughs> which which was back home yeah which was the best I think the best thing for him. Yeah, I think it was good for him personally, and the team I think was committed to building around him. Yeah, kind of what yeah. he's used to. Yeah, I think it was a to- totally different atmosphere. Yeah, but uh, um, about this time, still, 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 I think he, uh, I think it was much better for him, but still a struggle, uh, somewhat, and I think he had some um, some personal struggles as well. Um, He's having he to me as I as I'm looking at this and and he's having just having to deal he's having to deal with life yeah you know uh it was pretty much everything was pretty much to me everything was pretty much orchestrated in his life until he hit the pros yeah all the way up to college everything was pretty much orchestrated in his life and then when he hit the pros. He came out on his own and, and, and not only dealing with the basketball side of things, just the life side of things. Started drinking. Yeah. You know, and um, just kind of, you know, just a, a hard time. I think that's a problem with a lot of professional athletes. Uh, yeah, I do too. Is that, man, it, this uh, game takes up, whatever game they're playing, takes up so much of their time. And then whether. It's when the game ends because they are injured or it's, you know, whenever they finally are get a handle on the game and have some free time to themselves. What do I do? Right. What do you do? Right. You know, it's all they know. Well, if you're um, if you're paid a million dollars, nobody else gets paid a million dollars. 
and you're paid a million dollars to bring those people in. Talk about the pressure. Yeah, huge pressure. And so it, then uh, having problems at home, uh, his mother um, his mother was having some mental problems. Yeah. Um, and uh, she committed suicide. Yeah, that's that's I felt that for him. I mean, it's sad. Yeah, it's super sad. And yeah. women are less likely, of course, than yeah. men. You might have heard our other podcast talk about that, <laughs> but uh, but yeah, women are a lot less likely. So I mean, it I don't know. It had to be pretty crazy. But again, she had family where it was all about basketball. That right. was it. Right. And uh, man, that sucks. Some things I found interesting is that he, you know, would take on these other tasks or take on these other. Uh, uh, activities other than basketball again because he kind of didn't know what to what to do. Mm-hmm. He got a black belt in karate. <laughs> yeah. You know, like is this a legit black belt? <laughs> Who knows? But I thought that was but, so funny. <laughs> but the way that he always, but his personality was when you start something, you're just that's all you do. Yeah, you're it's just, like super dedicated. Yeah, just you know, <laughs> so he's been hour all day long practicing karate. They said he was like a vegetarian for a long time, yeah. or yeah, like he yeah, he had a drinking problem. Yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> he had this strict, he had this strict diet. <laughs> <laughs> um, but he was still. I think it's important to note that although he didn't. No, he never won a championship. Never got that ring. Never got the ring in NCAA. He never got in the NCAA championship, which that's pretty crazy, right? And uh, he never won the ring in in professional. But he was still a good player. Oh yeah, he was still a very oh, good yeah. basketball player. And he, uh, what what was it with the Knicks? Yeah, one against Walt Frazier, which Walt Frazier was was he was always an award winning defensive player and. Um, they play, he scored 68 points against Walt Frazier, and they said, during the game, Walt looked at somebody else and said, you take him, and they said, no. <laughs> said, you're, said, you're the guy that wins all the awards. He's yours, you know, so. It's like, he's supposed, uh, to, yeah, he's supposed to be all you. Yeah, nobody does that, you know? <laughs> But, yeah, so he was still a good player, but um, but he ended up, and this is, again, often in, in sports, and expe- I would say especially then, uh you get an injury. Yeah. And what happens yeah. when you finally get injured? And he played a long time, I guess, without getting a serious injury. Yeah. So whenever he finally got really injured, uh, I believe it was in 77 or 78. 78. 78, he got injured. And they said he was just never, he's never the same right. after that. And that led him to finally chasing that ring. So he wanted to, he wanted to go somewhere where he thought he could possibly win. So right. he went to the Celtics. Right, right. And uh, which was funny because he was known for a little bit as the great white hope. <laughs> yeah. And then, <laughs> and then we have Big Bird. Yeah, Larry Bird comes in there, and he's starting. He's starting to be known as the great white hope. Which whatever you know, I don't whatever about that. But they, uh, he he decides to quit, and then what happens a year later? They yes, won the championship. They, the, they won the ring the year after he quit. Oh, that's, that's so terrible. That is terrible. I, I, I mean, you feel for him. But, but you know, like maybe him quitting, let somebody else play that could fill the contract spot. You know, yeah, I mean, sometimes I, you never know. I kind, yeah, I kind of feel that. I mean, it, you know, who's to say, and I don't know the answer to this, but who's to say that once the Celtics started playing team ball, they won the championship? Yeah. I don't know. I was too young, but <laughs> yeah, yeah. I really don't. I don't know the answer to that either. But yeah, that was early Larry Bird too. Yeah, um, very early. 
after he left the pros, um, they said that he stayed home. Basically, he said he stayed in his house for basically about two years, which I, in a way I can kind of understand that he yeah. he needed to decompress. Yeah, for sure. You know, all of that, all of that pressure. I mean, when you think about it, <clears throat> there was so much pressure on him all of his life. He had pressure to please his father as he was growing up in college, and then he had pressure. The fans started wanting to see the show yeah. and, and he had pressure from his fans and then pressure from his teammates to perform and 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 then finally he was he was out. I mean shoot, he was like thirty eight or thirty nine. <laughs> yeah, done all of uh, this I mean, before forty years old. Yeah, that's yeah. wild. That is crazy. And so he um he's struggling. Struggling, still struggling with, with uh an inner peace, I guess you could say, and then he found Jesus. <laughs> and that was the place where he found his peace and uh, became really, they say he became, as he should, a changed person. Yeah, I mean, it seemed like he was legitimately changed and wanted to change other people, too. I mean, he was committed. Right, right. And Fam- again, he can't do anything zero. He's got to do no, everything it's 100. all in. <laughs> all in. Family, two children, um, just uh, going around speaking. um and uh, and putting on some camps. Imagine yeah. being in a Pete Maravich basketball oh, that, camp. How awesome would that be? That'd be so cool. <laughs> and uh, so, father um, father ends up with cancer. Um, seems to always seems to always have had a good relationship with his father. Yeah. You know, which is not. I don't know. You help me, but I think that. That in these situations where you find a father that's that's pretty demanding, you know, just mm-hmm. that um, that in time that relationship doesn't last. But it seems like um, seems like he always kept a good relationship with his father. Yeah, it seemed like he had. Uh, of course, you know we're only getting a little bit of just, the information. Just pieces, yeah. But but it does seem like he had a, quite a bit of respect for his father. Yeah, yeah, for yeah. sure. And um, says that um, I don't know. If We'll go on there now, but oh, well. it just said that, that his father um, uh, moved in he, yeah. with him in his last days, and he took care of his father Yeah, uh, up to his death. One of the things I think about with his dad, though, is that, and you know, you talked about having the relationships still with like professional athletes, fathers and stuff. I think his dad truly wanted what was best for him. Oh, I do too. I think that's where it came from, and that's why they still had the relationship. Of course, I don't know, but I think that his dad just really, really, really wanted the best for him. And, um, because I mean, his dad was successful on his own, right? And it didn't seem like he quit coaching to uh to just follow his son around. I mean, right. he just truly wanted the best for his son. Um, and I think that makes a big difference. Sure, but after. Um, his dad died. He had to deal with all that, and uh, he was con- was continuing to speak to do- be part of camps. And uh, he actually had they had a little clip there where he was talking to Larry King, or he, or he actually sent a Bible to Larry yeah, King. Right, right. And that's great. If you guys don't know who Larry King is, <laughs> he's just that old guy with the with. Is he still alive? I, I don't think. I don't think he is either. He had the the suspenders on. Yep. I mean, he yep. was this old guy with suspenders, and he would always interview people. He was known for interviewing people. And he sent Larry King a Bible, and he hadn't scripted on it. He wrote on it, and it and said Larry King saw the news where Pete died. Yeah. 
and what a I don't know if it's fitting or ironic. I don't know what you call it, but what a what a way to die. He died in a pickup game of basketball, right? At so, church, at, yeah, at, at a church, <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. Died playing basketball. Um, at forty. Yeah, at forty years old. Yeah. And did you did you hear why? <laughs> yeah. That it's, was wild to me. It's crazy, yeah. So, I mean, obviously, everybody knows you got Your heart is so important for everything in your body. It brings oxygen to your body. Well, if you have a defective heart, you're not going to have as much energy. Well, he had a part. I think it was a, his carotid artery or something like that. He had a, he had an issue with one of his uh, with his heart. And honestly, I think if he didn't, if he wasn't so committed and, you know, just crazy about exercising, being part of the basketball, and his heart be conditioned the way it was, I don't know if he would have lived as long as he did. Yeah, maybe not. Maybe not. Because they said the quarter of his heart or something was, wasn't working. Yeah, they said <laughs> it, it, like half his heart didn't even beat or something like <laughs> yeah. that. And so, I mean... You know, conditioning from day one, mm-hmm. and then always all, on the go. Yeah, always on the go, and all that. I mean, maybe that's the only reason why he lived. And, and back then, they they didn't have an idea of checking for that, or right. you know, they didn't check for it. But like we said at the beginning, he he was inducted in the Hall of Fame a year the year before, I believe. Let yeah. me check back my notes. I believe it was the year before he died. So he actually did get to see himself inducted in the Hall of Fame. And uh, what a legacy yeah. that he had. Yeah. And this is unfortunate that people don't know who he is. Right. I only knew from clips and stuff. Of course, I never, I wasn't old enough to watch him play, but I still knew who he was. Like somebody say Pistol Pete. I'm like, yeah, you know, I can, I can picture him in my head. But, um, you know, hopefully you'll check him out after listening to the podcast. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like I said, just <laughs> at least just go on YouTube or something and just watch him. Watch him play. Yeah. Watch his, and if you play basketball, you might pick up on something. Yeah, that's right. I, I saw I saw a video and I did. I, I was starting to, to <laughs> I started to, to mess up mess with my kids. Like where he passed it and then he passed it a different direction where it looked like he was passing it one way and it did yeah. the other direction. But uh, but anyway. So thank you guys again for hanging out, listening to the podcast, listening all the way through. I appreciate it so much. Uh, if you want to, please go check out our other podcast. Go ahead and share this. Like it if it's on Facebook or Twitter or wherever you're at. Share it. Let everybody know. And uh, hey, if you got if you want us to go over a podcast with my dad or one of the other guests, let me know. Let me know. I'll definitely consider it. We'll we'll see. And uh, y'all, you have a good one.